Hi guys, welcome back to another video here. Today I'd like to extend a very warm, very heartfelt thank you to people that have generously donated their hard-earned money to our channel growing over the last few months. And I'd like to tell you how that money was spent. That money was spent in getting technical advice, um, you know, doing the interview that we did there recently with HD Tudor microphone um, and also the intro that you saw just recently there, that uh, fantastic person, a fantastic technical person and in other ways helped me um, achieve. So when I started off the channel, I had no idea that you know, go to these kind of lengths or or that there'd be so many people actually encouraging me to continue because I, I had no idea that I was going to be doing this at this stage when I started off making videos on narcissism. So it's you guys that have brought the channel to this stage by your encouragement, support, comments, donations, emails and people that are doing coaching with me. And it's just been an incredible journey. We're nearly at 5,000. You were responsible for the growth of this particular community and also getting the word out on narcissism in general throughout the community, throughout YouTube and in other ways, because I'm sure people that learn about narcissism go on to tell friends and family and can help someone else save somebody else's life that's going through a really difficult experience of narcissistic abuse or someone that's been brought up with it. So um, the reason that I'm trying to improve the channel, like do intros and things like that is because this is something now I never knew starting off and I'm learning. And if anyone else is thinking of making videos on YouTube about your passion, about narcissism, about anything, um, you go along with this or YouTube has this algorithm and Apparently, the more you kind of make your videos so that people would want to watch them like more professional or whatever with intros and so on, um, it gets the videos up there so that people actually do get to view them instead of just seeing, you know, the really popular channels, the little channels get a chance to to get their videos um, put in front of people, apparently. So now I'm learning a whole lot about making videos and all this stuff but you have to kind of learn it you have to learn these things to get the words spread out there so thank you very very much for making it possible to do that so today let's get down to what we're here to do and that's to to explore narcissism and understand it better so that we can heal on our journeys and help others to do so too I got a video request today about something that's not too much talked about. It's the hoovering by proxy or when the narcissist uses, um, they don't directly hoover, they use other people to hoover. So let's get into that. Let's get into that and have a look at it. So a hoover by proxy basically is uh, the narcissist not going to expose themselves to rejection. They're not going to take a risk. Remember, they have a very fragile ego and their whole dynamic is based on, sorry, just getting comfortable here, on their cycle. 
and their cycle has to go in a way that when they discard you or you've discarded them, that they reframe the whole experience as being, as we've said so many times, as not taking accountability and being your fault. So you you have to be in the downward position and they couldn't possibly risk you wounding them drastically by rejecting them on a hoover or ignoring the hoover. So they subconsciously or sometimes consciously are aware of this, but they want you back or they want your attention or they want something from you. So they want to re-engage with, with you. And the safest way of re-engaging with you is to do a hoover by proxy where they can brush it off if if whoever they send your way isn't successful in getting a reaction out of you. It wasn't, you know, them that got rejected, but it was their their messenger, so to speak. Um, what does it look like? If you guys have experienced a Hoover by proxy, please leave a comment down below so that other people can identify if they're actually being hoovered at the moment or they can recognize it when it happens for them. So Hoover by proxy is, for instance, let's just take the scenario that you've been um, out of contact with a narcissist for six months or a year. Somebody that the narcissist knew or you would associate with the narcissist will pop up out of the blue, maybe on social media with a text or you'll bump into them and it'll just be maybe even an inane comment. But you won't have heard from this person for a very long time. I mean, it may even be a happy Easter or happy, happy Christmas from this person or they pop up on your social media and like something. And that will be what you call a, a Hoover by proxy and I'll explain the purpose of that later on in the video. The other way is that a fa the family members of the narcissist, and this will be not just one family member, but you'll notice kind of in quite close proximity, say you'll get, a, you'll get some type of a hoover from a family member in that they may send you a text message asking how you are. And quite quickly after that, you may get... Um, a good few likes on Facebook by another family member of the narcissist. And what's actually going on in that type of scenario is that the narcissist has been, the narcissist has been talking about you in a certain type of way. The narcissist has bringing, been bringing you up in conversation again over, over a certain, um, slowly and subtly over a certain time frame so that you're reintroduced into into regular conversation, so to speak. The narcissist is actually preparing the groundwork for the Hoover to come in that they're helping reframe you in their own minds, but also in the minds of their army of supporters, of staunch supporters and family members and friends to to re to reevaluate you perhaps after the smear campaign to kind of up your game a bit to kind of say that you know that that you have to be you have to have allowances made for you you know and that you are probably under a lot of pressure and 
the narcissist being the kind, benevolent, um, wonderful, wonderful person that they are, you know, would would really, you know, would like to extend the hand of gracious forgiveness at this stage. Sorry for the sarcasm, but this is the way the narcissist actually, they actually believe it. A lot of them who don't know that they're narcissists believe this and they start to give you a better a better perception to their inner circle and they do this subtly. So it's kind of you're coming out of the black into the white again um, because someone else has gone into the, the baddie uh, zone and you're becoming the goodie again. So it, that's, this is all going on in the background before you get these hoovers. So the other kind of um, Hoover by proxy would be that you could um, receive a letter for the narcissist in the post if they have had been living with you, if you've been living together or a parcel. And the purpose of this would be, you know, I'll go into the purpose actually later in the, in the video, but this is a type of Hoover by proxy. Um, you would maybe see the narcissist in the distance. So it would be a place that you would go to regularly. They wouldn't actually maybe go exactly to this place, but they would make sure that you would see them uh, from a distance, maybe loitering around the street next to this place or the way you drive to this place at a certain time. So they couldn't be pinpointed for, you know, being there on purpose. It, it would be accidental. And they would notice you seeing them, but they wouldn't they wouldn't um, acknowledge you at all. So it would be just for you to actually see them. So they'd be in your presence, but they wouldn't acknowledge that they knew that they saw you. Basically, it, it would be made to look entirely accidental. Um, the other way is that they would maybe get in touch with a family member of yours. Again, they'll do it in a kind of an accidental way. Um, so that the family member will mention them to you or they'll, even if they know an acquaintance of a family member, they'll make sure that they make an impression on that acquaintance of the family member and will, will mention you while they're talking and hope that it will be passed on. They use children as tools, as pawns to hoover you by proxy. Um, one of their children, maybe, if you have separate sets of children, um, one of their children may accidentally call you. And if you do react to this, um, they'll watch your reaction in relation to the hoover by proxy. Or they will use your children and contact them in some way, kind of by accident, but kind of not. Um, if, you, if you have joined children together, they will use this as a beautiful tool to mention that uh, daddy or mummy was sad and they were playing music and they were talking about you or whatever way they want to go about that. But it will be indirectly so that this message will be passed on to you by your joint children. Um, another thing that they will do is they'll... Um, They'll put a post on Facebook or whatever, one on social media, 
that only you will understand. Now, it may have been a place that you guys visited together. This is why it's so important not to look at the social media, because they will manipulate you through doing this. And if you mention the post, maybe, or whatever they've put up to somebody else, somebody else may just, they won't get it. They won't know what it means to you. But the narcissist knows that you know what it means to you and that only you would understand why they're doing that. The other last thing I'll say is you might get a lot of odd numbers calling you. And that's a Hoover by proxy as well. So I'm going to say why they would actually do this now. These Hoovers by proxy are bait. It's like throwing a fishing line into the sea. I know I used that analogy before, or a fishing line into a river with a fly on it. It's to see what, you know, if you can be attracted by the bait or will you actually bite it and swallow it whole and get hooked on the line. So it's a safe bait or a safe bet, let's say. They're not going to get burnt or injured because the way they set up these proxy hoovers with family members and, you know, as we've just gone through, they can't be held accountable again. That their best favourite, they can't be held accountable. So if you did actually come back and, you know, give out to them about it, they'd say, you're crazy. You're absolutely crazy. Like, um, I didn't ask, you know, my sister or brother to contact you or I didn't ask for that letter to be posted to you. Now, they will have given your address to the, whatever postal provider um, get sent you the letter. They've always got an excuse to get out of it. They ca you can't actually pinpoint it and say, you know, you're doing this on purpose. They'll just say, you're Lula as usual. It's nothing to do with me if you give them a bad reaction. So it's the unaccountability of the third party Hoover that they love. So the purpose of these Hoovers is one, it's to push the narcissist back into your mind, into your head. If you've gone no contact, it's to get your emotions up again, to get you thinking about them, to get you, you know, it comes out of left field. So it kind of unnerves you and it can set you back on your healing progress if if you've been no contact for a long time. So it puts them back in your mind again and that works cogs in your mind again. It gets the old emotions coming up, uh, it gets memories of them coming up. It just brings them back into your reality. They know that that could work if they leave you for a certain length of time um, with that hoover and maybe do another follow-up third-party hoover to reinforce the first one and get you thinking about them again. This has the... Um, the purpose of this is to soften you up so that if they were then to do a hoover or do a more direct third party hoover, that it would have a better chance of success because they would have softened your emotions up and you would have been thinking about them again and possibly thinking about the good times again with cognitive dissonance. So they're aware that you will be softened up by these and that you'll be thinking about them again and maybe more receptive to a direct Hoover or another tester Hoover that they can send somebody in to actually, they call it heat checking in a lot of the videos, to see where you're at in relation to your receptibility to 
a direct hoover from them. So it's a safety check. It's a heat tester check. It's to put you, put them back in your mind. The other thing it actually does is um, it gives them attention again. It, you know, if they're, if there's nothing dramatic happening in their life, it stirs up drama again. If they know that you possibly react badly or even if you, you'll react well. And the fact that you may contact them, you know, about this parcel that's been sent to your house because you're, you're a decent person and this parcel has arrived for them. And no matter how you're conflicted about maybe thinking that they did do it on purpose, you feel like, well, I can't keep this parcel. I'll redirect it or whatever. But you may w not know where they are. You may have their phone number. You may reach out to contact them again out of decency. And don't forget, they know this. They, they can rely on you being a good person. So if you are giving them or, you know, re-engage in contact with them and they have a new supply that they're devaluing or that they want to pump up a bit of action and supply out of, they'll use this contact to triangulate uh, the new supply with you and the memory of you and the fact that you're still, you know, in the picture, so to speak, or they'll make it more about you being really in the picture than you actually are your action towards them, like in sending them a letter back or contacting them in some way, you know, could be totally innocent, but they will vamp that up for their new supply. The other thing, and I suppose the last thing I'll say in relation to this is just just before I say actually the last thing, how you may ask, how do they get their family members to do this? The family members are all part of and some of their friends and their supporters. These are people that believe in the narcissist or are too afraid to go against the narcissist or are very caught up in the narcissist life and enjoy the drama of the narcissist life. They may be other narcissists, but they're definitely people that don't have too much else going on in their life or else if they're family members, they may want an easing into knowing that the narcissist from the past jumps from from one relationship maybe to another or has had significant relationships that they uh, go to and fro from. The family is kind of getting ready for you to come back into the dynamic again, for you to be re-engaged with the narcissist. And they they actually feel like they're supporting the narcissist in a way because they're reaching out to you. They feel that this is what the narcissist wants and it may be a good thing. They can be doing this for, for good reasons as well, thinking that you're a good influence on the narcissist. They can do it for selfish reasons that they don't want when you come back into the relationship, you to feel like, you know, that they ghosted you, which they may have done. So if you're back in favor with the big guy or the big gal in the in the family, well, then they're going to make sure that they pave the way for you coming back in and that you're all buddies again. So the last thing is that I was going to say was the narcissist may hoover by proxy um, to see just to get info on you to relish your demise, to relish the fact that maybe you're not doing well. So remember, as we were saying in the last video, if the narcissist is then fed back the information that you're actually doing amazing, 
Um, that is a big, big injury for the narcissist. And the narcissist will do a few things on receiving that news. And actually, maybe we can do another video on how they would react to a proxy Hoover where they hear that you're doing amazing. So um, that could be an interesting video to do. So I hope um, I hope that the person who emailed me, you know who you are in relation to this little third party Hoover maneuver, um, that you uh, got some some insight there into the types of a third party Hoover, why they do it, how they do it, and you know the reasons that they do it. So guys, have a wonderful day and I will be back with another video as just as soon as possible. Take care of yourselves, stay narcissistic free and I will talk to you soon. Bye. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.